Lime, duh. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. Woo. Bro. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where Newman vapes, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. Black. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm at in the intro. Uh, <laughs> A.K.A. Donsky Blackamora, A.K.A. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. A.K.A. The modern day goof and spoof Haraja coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Shuts your heart. Gabba, gabba, weave. Gabba, gabba, weave. Gabba, gabba, What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, muy caliente wrestling reactions. No more, Mr. Nice Chew! Okay, wow, hey, whoa, wow, and we got a lot to talk about, and before we get into it, just want to get a couple announcements out of the way. If you want to support this podcast, there's only one way to do it, daddy. Uh, Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling, and, uh... Give this podcast. We truly are grassroots, so you can throw us a couple bucks a month. Uh, 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 we're better than all those shitty streaming services you got. Okay, you, what do you need? The Disney Vault? Come on, you seen Cinderella? Boring. It's a fucking snooze. Okay, you need you need cow. Get access. And we're not looking for handouts. Get access to our bonus episodes uh, every week. We have AEW NXT centric bonus episode and. We watch movies with professional wrestlers and, and discuss them uh, if you're part of the Cow Movie Club. And those movies, those uh, episodes come out on Mondays. And before we announce, we have Aaron announce the movies. Uh, let you know that this week we're doing a little different. I'm testing out a little different format this week where uh, the, the episode right now is coming out uh, on Thursday. The podcast will, that's official by the way, the podcast will be moving back to Thursdays. You will now listen on Thursdays. When you go to work at the hoagie shop. But we're dropping the bonus Patreon episode. Uh, AEW NXT centric episode. Coming out simultaneously with the main pod for patrons. So we're going to extend the conversation onto patrons. So you get to hang out with us a little longer. If you, can, uh, if, you, if you want the spice to be twice as nice, baby. Stupid. Okay. All right. You don't need it. I thought, I thought it was funny. Okay, Orton. Okay. Um, and every Monday, uh, we do the Cal Movie Club, if you remember. Uh, we watch a movie with pro wrestling. And Aaron, what movie did we rate and review this week? And what movie should people expect to watch and review next week? I almost forgot this week's movie, but unfortunately I didn't. It was the 2011 Triple H 
film. Classic. Inside, it's a classic, certified <laughs> classic, Inside Out, 2011, not the Disney movie. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> not to be Triple H is not the voice of joy in the Pixar film. Don't, don't get it twisted. I the voice of someone movie. you analyze. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying this movie. I just want to say it right now. I think I'm 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 declaring this movie a must-watch movie for all no, marks. We were uh, divided on it, but also united in our opinion. You guys have to watch the movie or don't, and then listen to the episode. To it's see. free on Tubi.com. Or uh, <laughs> check it out. You will you will regret it, but you also won't regret it. Uh, a couple of patrons have messaged me about it it's so crazy oh a little hey a little just a little little teaser for you to well uh, wet your appetite literally with a little vinegar water triple oh h gets out of prison God. and then he's obsessed with making pickles triple he's h obsessed. this whole movie is talking about pickles and we're talking ponytail 2011 triple h just talking about pickles the whole time he's obsessed with pickles new man wait is triple h in a movie where the premise is is he not in a movie ever where he, the premise is he gets out of prison and then does something? <laughs> no, that's always <laughs> the only movies he gets casted is he gets out of prison, he gets off the bus, and then he has something he wants to do, but he gets pulled back in. <laughs> it's, pulled I think it's the same thing as The Chaperone, right? Yeah. Uh, which we rated, by the way. And also, uh, yeah, if you're, so anyway, if you're a patron, you get access to tons of movie reviews, tons of bonus episodes. The value is uh, quite spicy, as many would say. Um uh, so yeah, podcast back Thursday and the Patreon bonus episode right now. Keep joining us uh, is out now. Also, uh, the Damn Black Attack podcast uh, is out this week, uh, and Aaron makes a guest appearance on the pod. And uh, check that out. That's my other podcast that is more. Uh, I've turned it into the regular guy news, where I'm trying to answer questions that you actually have that the media seems to have a hard time answering. Like, is it safe to go to the gym? Uh, just, just tell me. And by the way, the answer to that is no. But I'll tell you why it's no, and I'll also tell you why I still go anyway. Uh, and <laughs> you know that's mainly because I'm the cow champion. All right. Now, before we get into all this week of Spice, because there's a lot to say. There always is a lot to say. Even wrestling with no audience, there's a lot to say. I fucking love wrestling. I had a real, like, I love wrestling week. I was watching it and just being like, I, I love this thing. It's so nuts. I love it. Uh, and I love wrestlers. I love that this is their job. <laughs> um, if you rate the podcast five stars and tell us a wrestler in the comments... In Apple Podcasts. You rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts, and you tell us a wrestler in the comments that you is now one of your guys. A wrestler that you've seen them, uh, someone you idolize, who you've seen, and you're like, I got to make this. I I just, this guy, he's just on the bench. He's on the bench. He's one of my guys. Uh, So I'd like to give you huge congratulations to, uh, um, uh, I don't know, you didn't write your name, but Hughes1082. Making Cesaro one of his guys. Oh, I mean, that's a great pick. Congratulations. Congrats Patron Saint of Balls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great uh, Absolutely. I, I, uh, Nathan A. making Timothy Thatcher one of his guys. Interesting choice. Timothy Thatcher had some cool work on NXT this week. Uh, his teeth are one of my guys. Oh. Uh, uh, but yeah, okay. Congratulations. Derek J. saying Angel Garza. One of my guys. 
It's a good choice. A good choice. A good choice. Choose. Good choice. The wing clipper. You're you're sold on the wing clipper. It's interesting when the wrestler jumps up on his own fruition uh, onto your legs. Uh, Brian Danger, Brian Finch, John Moxley, one of his guys. Solid choice. And uh, Sway, Orange Cassidy, one of your guys. Congratulations for you. That's that's uh, this, this is a huge moment for everybody. Sean, uh, Ray Phoenix, one of your guys. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's all the ones. I'll go back through and. Uh, I'll go back through and make sure if I miss anybody. But, yeah, leave us in the comments. Rate an Apple podcast, and I'll congratulate you on one of your guys. Leave your name in the comments also, or else I can only read your whatever your Apple ID is. <laughs> okay. Whew. All right, guys. Let's get into it. You ready to ring the bell? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to kick this off with an existential kayfabe wrestling question for you guys <laughs> that went through my head. Okay. So... In wrestling, wrestlers punch each other, right? So mm-hmm. we know that's not part of actual amateur wrestling, right? Right. So my guess is more that uh, uh, <laughs> my guess is more that punching is uh, you do it because you're so you're pissed off and you can kind of know you can get away with it. Elizabeth Muller in the Facebook group said it perfectly when I asked this question to the Facebook group. Part of the 4D experience as well. Well, many people are saying 20D now, but um, uh, she was like, it's not a wrestling move, but it's a move that you can do, you know? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Precisely. but if it's two baby faces wrestling, would they not punch each other? If it's not, a, if it's just an exhibition match, wouldn't it be more in kayfabe? You should just be grappling until you get maybe mad enough and you start punching, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think so. And I think even like Jr. would even say that a baby face should never punch anybody because it's it's too aggressive of a move. Oh, I never heard Jr. say that. I think yeah. uh, I think punching or or so right. So that's part of kayfabe or. Is rest pro wrestling just its own set of rules of things? Like, you know what I mean? Is wrestling just its own thing? And maybe do we need to keep calling it wrestling even? Is it just... (laughs) (laughs) You want to reevaluate the whole name of the sport. Well, I actually think it's part of what's confusing to people, right? When they're kind of like, oh, what's... Like, oh, like... What is it? Is it a fight? Is it is it a, is it a right. is it an athletic competition? You know, uh, it's it's fun is because it now at this point, or is it sports? People, that's what I'm saying it's a mix, and that's where it gets confusing. Now, I like the punches. I'm not saying get rid of them because you think about all the exchange of blows when you have like Hogan Rock, like those moments of just punching each other are great. You know, uh, but it is it is an interesting question. Yeah, I don't. What would you call it? Besides wrestling, you can't call it like mixed no, it's already martial arts. It's yeah, already, it's already it's locked in. Not. You wouldn't change it. But I'm saying is that I think what it is that wrestling is just its own art form, and you have to like right. accept it, you know. But it does create a barrier to entry for people. I think where you're yeah. like you're trying to like what what is it? So, you well, know? wasn't it for a long time that even cl- like closed fists you're not allowed to punch with? No, closed fists. That's so that's like a rule in pro wrestling. It's like no like. Straight up sucker punching people, but people but do been it. Punching, they've been punching like, for most of the time I've been watching wrestling, right? Like, I mean, Attitude Era, they're punching. Like, only when the only matches I could think where they weren't 
starting with punching was like <laughs> 90s test of strength time, right? You, you always kick it off with a test of strength. And then like you just get frustrated so you throw a punch yeah. in, right? But do you think wrestlers should – do you think that – do you think refs should be like no punching? Should they be saying that? Because punching is – if you watch I've matches, seen that though. Yeah. I, some refs, like I remember distinctly, like some refs in WWE are like open up those heads, no closed fists, Recently? no closed fists. No, I mean, I have memories of it in the last few years since I've been watching again. Yeah. Open or those if, hands up. Yeah. If like two guys get into like a real slug fest. Right. I don't know. Does it get broken up? Usually or? No. They You're just allowed happen. to punch in wrestling, right? I don't know. I, I think the fact that we're having this conversation means it's extremely unclear. <laughs> like, what about the Irish whip? Are you technically allowed to throw them off the ropes, or is that just supposed to be the boundary? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wrestling makes no sense. It's so funny. You just get, like, acclimated to what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just stop questioning it. But it's so funny because, like, uh, if you've never watched wrestling in your life, you turn around and be like, oh, so they punch in this? You know what I'm <laughs> Uh, right. So what would you think? Well, if you had like, I think at this point, uh, would you, I, I would be open to seeing matches where baby faces more don't punch. And I bet they'd argue some, some guys don't like Daniel Bryan's always like looking at, he's always looking to grapple like right away. Right. Mm -hmm. When he's a baby face. But like AJ Styles, even when he's a babyface, his finisher is the phenomenal forearm <laughs> where he jumps off the top rope and hits you with his and 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 there's the, the refs never like you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to jump off or like the six one nine. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, man, listen. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, the big show's finisher was just a punch in the face. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Roman uh, I know. Roman Reigns, his super super the Superman punch. punch. I don't think there's anything to do about it. It's just so funny. I just never even thought of like <laughs> the whole time I'm watching wrestling. I never was like, oh, you know what? Maybe like, why are they punching each other? Yeah. Like, no, well, it all to it. me, it all to me comes back to that one central question of what is what it used to be. What is WWE? But now that AEW's around and other, yeah. what are these companies? Like, what is the like, I know. what are they there for? What makes and what are we it, watching? What right. makes pro wrestling pro wrestling? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is it, it is constantly fascinating that we watch it for as long as we have and still trying to figure out what it is. What is this? <laughs> what even you know? is wrestling? Because even I'm watching the Taker doc. So in the Undertaker last ride, he has like uh just forget about like just behind the scenes. They're all like so Taker forgets he didn't he, to WrestleMania 35. He didn't bring his gear, right? Because he wasn't on the card. So it was his first time. He's like, I'm, I'm just going as you know, just to hang out and whatever. He's probably did some stuff at the fan expo or whatever, but that was really it, you know. And 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 it's just uh, like 15th WrestleMania in a row. Like it was the first one he missed or something. And then he was like, uh, Vince was like, Hey, we want to book you for Raw, and he's like, I don't have my gear, you know. And then yeah. he flew back to. Do you know this? On Sunday, no. he on month he, he he flew back to Austin before Raw came back. Him, not like an assistant, got his gear from Austin and flew back to New York. 
Wouldn't it have been faster to have someone else fly there? Or, I don't know, have the fucking costume department make his gear? Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like, what is wrestling? The industry is so confusing. You're right. like, crazy. <laughs> this that's is like a crazy. publicly traded company, and these guys got to, like, now, I get it. Like, he probably has certain, like, knee braces he, like, wants or whatever, you know? But he didn't yeah. say it like they offered to make me a costume, and I was like, no, I need my shit. Right. right. He literally has a combo with Vince. In Gorilla, where he's like, it's like, yo, everybody knows you're bringing your gear. Why wouldn't he bring his gear? Like, not like, don't worry about the gear. We'll find you your gear. And all he did, by the way, if you remember, all he did is came out and just tombstone Elias. So we're not talking about like he needs everything. Right. It was so not worth the round trip flight to Austin. Same day hey. round trip flight to Austin. <laughs> he got the points, insane. though. He needs. He got his points. He got his flight. <laughs> his his air points. Yeah, yeah. I true, mean, true. In his defense. Michael Jordan, right. when he came back, he, he wore his uh, shorts backward by accident. So it happens to the best. Wardrobe malfunctions happen to the greats all the time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So wait, wait, wait. Uh, are you saying that that equates to this? The, the that this is the equivalent of NBA saying. That Jordan, like, actually, like, oh, you're actually, he's like, oh, I thought I was, I thought that I was still on the DL list, right? right. Like, oh, actually, our doctor cleared you. Where's your uh, jersey? And oh, no, no, what happened? Like, no, we don't have a jersey. You don't have, yeah. we don't have a jersey for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be like, he would, uh, I think it's Michael Jordan would have to, like, all right, I'm going to fly back to, Chicago Charlotte. Go and get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Utah and I have right. to go. I'm going to take a ra- quick round trip flight on a yeah. commercial airline to get this jersey and come back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, I you said. You could have went to Suffolk County, Long Island and just got, like, just borrowed somebody's American badass I know, outfit, right? I know. <laughs> it can't be that hard to find a leather duster in yeah. New York. You know what I mean? I- you could have just right. stolen some fucking, uh, someone's Harley uh, in Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, I thought that was the craziest thing I ever heard. Like, I remember hearing Goldust still did his own paint, and I was like, that's nuts. Someone yeah. can't just paint him. Like, it's an intricate face. And I was like, that's nuts. But then you're like, guy at the level of taker. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway. Um, I can almost so hear weird. the conversation. It's such, it's such a fuck. It's so carny. It really is still so carny. But at the same time, such a huge operation. Yeah. I, I can almost hear the conversation in Gorilla where the first thing that Vince assumed was that he was going to get on a plane and go back. <laughs> like it was like, oh, I don't have my gear, and he was probably like, well, if you leave now, you could probably be back in about ten hours, uh, um, and be ready. Taker and you got to see it in the last episode. Taker and Vince have like the weirdest exchange where they're both like passive aggressively making fun of each other, but they think, yeah, we're just joking, but they're actually just saying what they actually think, and they won't even look each other in the eye, and he's like, Undertaker's mad. He wasn't booked on Mania, and he's like, you don't bring my gear. Who doesn't bring their gear? And he's like, yeah, who doesn't book Taker on Mania? And they're like, ha-ha, and they're like razzing each other, but you know they're they're both doing that thing oh, where they're, yeah. both, they're both aimed away from each other you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Looking well, at, they, like who's hearing us be funny with each other but they're both pissed yeah, <laughs> yeah no well because they have no healthy outlet for their emotions and haven't for the last 70 and 55 years yeah. uh and so they just have this barely masked disdain for one another and they think to other people watching that it's like looks like jokes but we can just see them being like yeah completely honest with each other 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, all respect to Taker. I'm not, I'm not knocking him at all. But what, this doc is very, it, I, like I said, I said it when Peter Rosenberg was on the pod. But it was like, this is the darkest version of Taker I've ever seen. Uh, somehow, uh, where Mark he, Calloway. Yeah, it's it's Mark Calloway is darker than the fucking dead man. Mark Calloway. He toned like, it down. He's walking around just being like, he's so fucking sad to be at WrestleMania and like, yeah, the best career you could have. And you, it, it's never enough. Same as flair. They can never hang this shit up. You know, you no, can't let it go. That's like the saddest part refuses to let it go. And it's just getting sadder. Yeah. Every time you see him. Anyway, it's part of his likability. Let's get into the greatest wrestling uh, match. Many people. And by many, I mean, only uh, Vince would say ever. <laughs> was, uh, said it before the match even happened absolutely so. you think you know me wow uh that <laughs> that's was my the favorite match. drop <laughs> i think it's lita by the way do you know that really you think you know me yeah i think it's it yeah. is lita's voice but i maybe i made that up <laughs> no I mean, could I, be right though can we google that can we look that up I have a device i can find okay it. i can do it here but anyway so the great special match ever i will say this though um Kind of a, so this match happened at Backlash. This match, I felt like the booking. We talked about it last week. I was like, the you think you know me? Well, that, that was the booking talking to me. Um, I was like, oh, the booking. It's so weird. Why would they call it the greatest wrestling match ever? It definitely won't be. But then immediately when the match started, I was like, I get it. I see what they're doing here. Is they're like gonna take a big match between two big guys. And they're going to make it feel like a huge Conor McGregor or like Floyd Mayweather boxing fight. It's like it, it's going to be kayfabe big. And I was like, that is fun. And then yeah. I thought they delivered. I think every I, I mean, did they deliver the greatest wrestling match ever? No, but they I think they pulled off the gimmick of the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah. I mean, they hinted to that it being kayfabe right in like a couple weeks ago in Raw when Christian and Edge were, talk were talking to one another, and Edge let on that it being called the greatest wrestling match ever was a lot of pressure for him. Right. So, like, they, they, you know, they hinted towards that. But it was kind of amazing because, as stupid as that was, it was part of me that made me root for it to be great, which inherently made me like it. You know, mm -hmm. because there's so many things in matches, like the whatever the X factor of matches tends to be like mm -hmm. the feels of the match. Like, do you, do you get like, are you like excited for it to happen? Like, does it feel big? You know, how many times have you like, uh, how many times have you see Daniel Bryan wrestle uh, AJ now? It's like it happened on SmackDown last week. It's a huge match, but somehow they could still show me Daniel Bryan AJ and put it on Mania, and I'll be like, I can't wait to see these Titans go at it, even though I've actually seen the match on Fox like two weeks ago, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the magic of wrestling. So I thought this was kind of, truthfully, turned out to be like a brilliant move by Vince, I thought. Um, how did you guys feel about the fact that they were like piping in uh, you know, that it, it, it was in the performance center, but they literally jacked audio from Edge's rumble entrance and uh, just like, this is awesome chance from like, not even just like 10,000 people arenas. They were taking like mania uh, <laughs> audience and pumping it in. What did you think? It took me a second to realize what was going on because, you know, you just hear it 
for a few times and you think like, oh, this, like, you're used to it because you're used to like shows with crowds. And then I was like, wait, what right. is happening? And then I realized like, oh, this is way louder than yeah. the dozen or so people who are there. It was fine though. Yeah. It took me out of it for a sec. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't mind the pumping in of like random crowd noise, but yeah. the like reaction stuff of like, this is awesome. It's like, you don't get to decide that. Like, you know, that, no, it's like yeah. a yeah. applaud now. So yeah. That, Please clap. Yeah. First I thought it was edited super well, right? Like, I thought it was, you know, it was masterfully edited. Like, it's where WB shines, right? We always say it. Their production value is so fucking high, right? Um, th uh, they put more care into the production and editing than they do in their wrestlers who have to fly fucking 3,000 miles to pick up their gear <laughs> on their own time uh, when they book them last minute. Um, but anyway, so, like... Uh, I thought they, I thought like it didn't, I thought it made it like at times I zoned out and was like, oh, it felt like old wrestling again, you know, mm -hmm. at times. But then you're right. Once you hit the, this is awesome chat is the second I like kind of got out of it. I was like, wait, what? That's so fucking weird. They're going to manufacture. <laughs> this is awesome chance, you know? Uh, but at the same time for the gimmick, which was like the, this was a gimmick match in some way. It was like a concept album or whatever, you know, like, it was like <laughs> oh, for that, I was like, that is a cool thing for them to toy around with, you know? So it, this is Edge versus Orton. Like it is, it's 46 year old Edge, you know? Um, yeah. So I think I did. And also I thought the beginning was really cool with the fake <laughs> announcing it. I was like, it just, it oh, changed, yeah. it changed the energy. Um, uh, you know, one thing about – this is a side note. But one thing about wrestling I find fascinating, you know, is, like, how we can all watch the same thing and have different, like, views on it and, and have different, like it, – it's its 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 own uh, – what do you know? I call it the Dana Brooke principle. Really? What does that what, mean? What you're talking about. Uh, the, the, so when you watch wrestling, everybody watches wrestling, right? Everyone's watching the same product. Right. And you – everyone has a different reaction to it. It's like – so I call it the Dana Brooke principle because Dana Brooke is some people's favorite wrestler. Yeah. And we talked about that, right? When I was right. like Natty, I was like, who likes Natty? And then so many in the people group were like, Natty's one of my guys. I'm a huge Natty Mark. And I was like, wow, I really took Natty for granted. You know, right. that's uh, what I, I mean really, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, every, uh, um, I was like, oh, you like Natty? Uh, oh, good for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like the most successful drop usage you've ever Finally. done. Well, the I, grammar I, was correct. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns is always here. All right. Oh, that one oh, did make sense. that's a good one, too. Yeah. By the way, the soundboard will be being updated. I now have full control over updating it. Um... But become a patron because I had to update a lot of shit, please. Um, but, yeah, uh, we got kicked out of the studio. The soundboard was synced with the studio, so it made it really difficult. But um, I got another spicy sound drop. I'll find a time to drop it later. Maybe I'll save it for the patrons. But, anyway, so um, uh, uh, the Dana Book principle. I was like, oh, because I texted Mike Lawrence. We were texting, and he was like, yo, let me know what you think of the match. And then I was like, I think they pulled it off. I, like, loved it. I had an awesome time. Um... Uh, 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 I, I like. I was like really into the false finishes. I actually didn't know who was going to win the match. To be honest, you know, yeah. I, I was kind of like I could see them going with Orton or going with Edge here. You know, I, I'm not really exactly sure. Uh, 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 if a gun to the head, I would choose Orton. I 
think I, but I think I chose Edge on the prediction episode. So you know, weird. But and then he was like, "Oh, I thought it was like weird," and and, and I'm not knocking him. I'm saying you know I respect Mike's opinion a lot. But then he was also like, "Oh, I don't like the use of the fink," you know, because they were like always oh, shitty to fink, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh." You know, like, I don't even, you're like, wow, wrestling is so complicated. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. He was like, they didn't even do a 10-bell salute for the thing. And I was like, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even, I was like, oh, this is like the Tupac hologram or whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> right? Like, I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, wrestling, you know, and it's hilarious how it's controversial and I see your point and it's pretty, it could, you could construe it as uh, fucked up and I'm still like, oh, wrestling's so deep. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I thought the match. I loved when like uh, they uh, Edge did a rock bottom, and they like sold. They're like they made it such a big deal that he did a rock bottom. <laughs> I love that. And then uh, Orton did a pedigree. I thought that was yeah. It was fun. There was like a bajillion. There was like five million false finishes. I never knew when it was going to end. It was awesome. It was a great time. Um, yeah, I think I enjoyed it a lot too because of Randy's recent like real life face turn. I've been enjoying Randy a lot more uh, these days in a whole new light. You guys, I liked him before, but like, I feel it's like, it's okay to like him, which gives it like a whole different level. So I was stoked. (laughs) I I think that if you're like a, let's call it socially conscious wrestling fan or whatever, or if you want to just call it a liberal wrestling fan for whatever, or progressive, whatever, you know, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't call it liberal. Most liberals are pretty racist. <laughs> uh, Stupid. All right, uh, but I, I, I think, um, actually, I have a quote from a liberal. Oh, you didn't know? Pretty pretentious. That was pretty pretentious. I thought. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo, I'm on fire with the soundboard today. <laughs> anyway, so uh, um, uh, uh, so yeah, but like, uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, I think that a lot of times with watching wrestling, it's interesting. Like, there's certain wrestlers like AJ. I was talking about AJ a lot last week. Where like, you gotta. You gotta just, it's like separating man from art a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really awesome when you can watch a wrestler and respect them out of ring also. And Randy Orton's been one of my guys for like 15 years now. Like, I love the guy. It's fucking awesome to see that he's like, he seems like he's like happy and he's like socially conscious. He's like this great marriage and he's like firing on all cylinders at work. Like, it's like, it's like Orton goals right now, you know? You're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Big time Orton goals. Yeah. Not to mention he's the hottest guy on the planet. I mean, <laughs> Hard to argue. Aaron, we've talked about that, though, but yeah. Orton is – would you say Orton is an attractive man? He's fine as hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. I See, mean, he's – That's why Aaron is cool. He's the kind of hot I think that's, like, unisex hot. Like, all right. people would find him sexy. Not just like that kind of guy, like, oh, girls like this, like, kind of skinny, kind of ratty right. looking guy, and men like this jacked looking dude. Like, Orton's universal. Yeah. Uh, he walked by me when I was backstage. When I was backstage, I was just Lucky like, you. it was like just seeing like a gorgeous snake man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's pretty, yeah, he's pretty serpentine. Yeah, he feels like literally <laughs> he could have been walking him. around with fucking Voldemort. Like, <laughs> if, he, if he rolled with Voldemort, I'd be like, yo, this makes total sense. One of his henchmen? Yeah. Um. Anyway, Harry Potter. No, that's Snape, right? That's Snape. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman. Uh, I don't have a good Alan rest, Rickman, which feels like power. an easy impersonation. Yeah. All right, anyway. Mr. So- Mr. Potter. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> We should We should have Snape talking about wrestling. We should have, we should have guests. I wish I wish Snape would come by one time as a wrestling All right. horse. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Maybe you could do – does he ever come into the, the Apple store? Or maybe you could – yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't work there. Don't tell people where I work. But oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he goes there. Well, Newman's okay. stream is very vulnerable. Like, I don't know what yeah. your connection is. It's easily hacked. And also, Snape is like a wizard. So there's a good chance that he could hear what's going on today and stop. That's Spotify. true. So absolutely. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. Um. So anyway, with this match, Edge. Last thing about Orton I'll say is that I think Orton is arguably wrestler of the year. I think that, which is fucking hilarious. 2020, maybe the worst year of existence and the fucking, the the apex predator sneaks in (laughs) to have the best year of his career. (laughs) Literally on Raw says, I don't need a title to be the best. You're like, this guy, unbelievable. This guy is like, he thrives in the darkness. He's like fucking Darth Vader. I mean, He's having like a killer life right yeah. now. Uh, anyway, my point was that Edge tore his tricep, uh, uh, and he already got surgery. Edge under the knife again. This guy lives in the hospital. Um, fragile. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but they say he'll be back. I think he'll be back by SummerSlam. Kind of seems like. And yeah, so we had a low blow on Christian by uh, Rick Flair, dirtiest player in the game. <laughs> that was a curveball. <laughs> what is he doing here? I don't, I don't think he knows what he's doing based on the look of things. Doesn't it feel yeah. like this? Just feel this is like where WB so annoying. Doesn't it feel just like this will be like just a thing that happened, like when John Stewart cost Cena a title, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like, all right, well, remember when that happened? As opposed to like Orton. Because Or Orton doesn't need Flair. He doesn't need Ric no. Flair. To, like he's, no. he's solo act, you know? And I guess they're doing like the evolution thing, right? Or they're like, I mean, that's why he came out. It's because of the evolution bond, I guess. Right. Um Okay. So whatever. I don't know. I have nothing to say about that. The Christian thing. It was fine. It was fine. It was the only really thing interesting thing on Raw. Uh by the way, have you guys noticed? Boogenhagen's presence on the prop. How could I not? <laughs> I was saying that Boogenhagen is the, the heckler of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, on, on top of his antics, he's just massive. So you can't even, you can't help yeah. but notice him. He's uh, he's stealing the show, frankly. I mean, yeah. taking, uh, literally at one point, I think it was maybe Street Profits went into the crowd. Yeah. Which, I mean, guys, can we talk about the plexiglass? What is the point of the plexiglass? The plexiglass is so disgusting after, like, the first hour. It's, like, smudges and fingerprints. Yeah. 
More like per plexiglass. Oh, <laughs> folks. Stupid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so, but the, honestly, though, what, um, what, what does the plexiglass, like, what is the, not kayfabe, what does shoot plexiglass do? It collects your COVID droplets. Yeah. So that when you touch it, they get on your hands a lot easier and into your orifices. Right. And I'm sure oh, they had, it had nothing to do with it. the fact that that two training uh, NXT trainees got COVID. I'm sure that those. Irrelevant. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. Um, Masks. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I get it. So it's for like wrestler spit. No. Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think Am it's I just to create the illusion that like the crowd is separated from the talent. So like it's well, safe, but. We're, 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 yeah, we're kind of looking all, at it the wrong all development way. Talent, right? They've all they all come in the building and get like temperature check and blah blah blah. So it's like, what? I, why? Well, I don't understand. Well, what we're asking we're asking the wrong question. We're talking about a company who is made the decision to have these events and have right. people there. So any decision they then make within that framework is like is suspect. Like they shouldn't even really, I think, be having people in that place. So then they put up these like shields. It's like, well, they've already made this stupid decision. This is yeah. just something they think is like, it, the shields are. Helping. I guess what I'm getting to is that they're kayfabe, right? They're just yeah. like, look, we're doing it's something, COVID, right? Babe. It's yeah. right. <laughs> but it's so dumb. Literally, the street profits walked around them to party with the crowds. So you're like, to, then went to wrestle. So like, what are we even doing? All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is more. Let's get. I'm bored of COVID. Okay. Uh, just like the president, I'm ignoring it. Okay, but so uh, no cases. You don't count them. No cases. <laughs> uh, uh, literally, uh, street profits went to go party with the crowd. Bugenhagen's playing the air guitar down <laughs> on his fucking knees, playing the air guitar. <laughs> and you're like, why is this guy not? This guy should be on Raw already. Yeah, and I think that's why he's doing it. I think. So there's like a phrase, there's a saying that right. every day, every day is an interview. And what that means is like every, every moment is an opportunity for you to put yourself over. Yeah. And he understands that. And so I think he's like, if I'm on TV, it's going to be Bugenhagen time. Yeah. Regardless like of what else is going around. The cameras are on me. I'm getting over. It's exactly. like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like same as like, I love that. So like, uh, uh. Yeah, but you're, it's just so funny because he's just stealing. Uh, uh, when Rollins came down to the ring, he was through the gra glass, just being like, ah! <laughs> 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 you know? and then like, Rollins put his hand up to him. <laughs> he like put his hand up to him on the glass. It was so fucking funny. This guy. I mean, my point is that like Vince, like you know what, like Vince does a lot of stuff great, you know, and he runs WB like a mom and pop shop. But that's the problem is that like. Does no one notice that Bugenhagen already has like 300,000 followers on YouTube for his lifting? You know, right. like he already has a following. So you're like, why is this guy buried for you? We lost a year of this man in his prime, you know? Yeah, uh, and he was such a sensation like when he first appeared and then just mm -hmm. like. Yeah, just to get like. Kind of uh, disappeared, just, I don't know. Right. They're like, and it's like just to get like 
you have like Killer Cross. They put like NXT. They put all these resources into him, and I'm not saying he's bad or anything, but I'm like, we all kind of wanted to see that other guy. What? What? I know he was injured, but he's been back for a while. He's throwing yeah. 800 pounds on his back in his fucking garage. So I think he's yeah. all right. <laughs> he's so massively strong, it's insane, <laughs> and he can shred. He, he loves to lift like this guy. This guy loves to lift. It's yeah. crazy. Anyway, the the quarantine was did not he he was thriving. All right. I want to talk about Bailey for a second. So, what are you guys at on Bailey? Uh are you I I I I know you guys can see my notes, but like I think Bailey is improving. I think uh yeah. I I think she Now, look, is is it the Corbin effect where Somebody gets a bajillion hours of airtime and they finally become okay, you know? <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it almost counts to me less what I think and, like, what we think because we watch the product. But I have a couple of friends who, like, watch pretty casually right. who have both – they've all oh, – both, two guys – texted me and were like, uh, I like this version of Bailey. So it's resonating with casuals uh, in a way that it wasn't before. So something obviously is improving. Right. Well, I think the interesting thing is that Bailey, this this version of Bailey, I've turned a corner of I like it more than hug Bailey. Mm-hmm. I think so, that's fair to say. Like, <laughs> I don't like Bailey now even, but I like this better than the last Bailey. Right. Yeah. I think one thing about Bailey, she seems to be getting in like she looks like rock solid. Uh which it's she looks strong as fuck right now too, like just physically. Yeah. So that's also something she definitely needs, like some memorable moves. Like she needs like a something like a phenomenal forearm or like something to be like where you're like, uh, you know, something spectacular. Something. Where you, yeah, that's it. But I think she's definitely. I'll, I'll say it. I'll, I'll call a spade a spade. Like nothing I like better than seeing wrestlers improve. Everyone knows that. I I, I call it like I see it, but. Uh, she seems to be getting more comfortable, which I dig. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, did you guys see Tazawa with the ninjas? Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, compared to what? <laughs> well, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm saying here because, like, I see Tazawa with huge ninjas, and I'm like, this is fucking cool shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it was cool. And then this huge black dude who was dressed as a ninja, I was like, that's fucking scary. And it made Tozawa, I always love, I'm always a sucker for the, like, small boss with a huge muscle, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it was a I cool mean, I think. Roll from him. It just always kind of is weird where you're like, oh, they can only get Asian talent over by, like, going, going to the stereotypes, which is yeah. all, you know, which is also. But but also on the, on the other side of it, it's like wrestling is very broad and big like that. So it kind of like it, it's like there's things that are tried and true. Like when Rusev comes out on a tank, it's probably for me his most memorable moment. He's like, I'm rushing and I come out on a tank. You That's like that classic tank. enemy of America stuff. You know, right. it always still kind of works in wrestling. I mean, I feel about this the same way I feel about like Jeff Hardy's storyline. Like it kind of depends on if it's Sazawa's idea. Yeah, great. Yeah, and then, then it's great. Um, same thing with like Kabuki Warriors, right? I was like, uh, but then it turns out it was their idea. So, 
What can I say? That's exactly what I thought about where like people were like, oh, that's weird. Kabuki Warriors felt a little like, yeah, like, wait, is what? You know, okay. Is that what they want to be called? Or is that it's just because it's Vince. It's the same thing as Trump, right? Where like, it's like, yeah, we, we talked about this. You call it the Chinese virus and you're like, yeah, if someone you you know someone you know who's rational was like it's called the the Wuhan virus, you'd be like, oh, all right, well, viruses are named from their origin and blah blah blah, uh, and you'd be like that. But because he has problematic past and the way he says stuff, you right. the, uh, uh, it's all about the man. So you like when when he touches this, you immediately you have flashbacks of WWE's behavior in the past, like, and you're like, okay, right. is this weird? I don't know. Is is he is he because even as far back as the Shinsuke. Uh, Shinsuke uh, Jinder Mahal uh, angle w- was uh, WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. I, for- <laughs> I forgot how to pronounce it, so that's why I forgot for a second. Jinder Mahal. Th- they that angle was Jinder being racist against Shinsuke, like making fun of his face and stuff. Remember mm-hmm. the the whole premise of that feud was that Shinsuke Shinsuke uh, Shinsuke uh, played joke and put PP in his coke, basically. Oh my god! <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, that was the whole premise. So specifics, but I remember it was terrible. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, yeah, yeah. Shinsuke was white. I was never Shinsuke was never really one of my guys, but he, the guy was white hot. Coming into WWE. Anyway, all right. So let's move on to talk a little bit about well actually before we do because this might lead us in but we're going to talk about AEW NXT I'm trying to give uh, uh, I want to give AEW NXT more of a spotlight on the main episode this week and we'll bleed it over to the Patreon but uh, Newman you I believe you have an announcement for everybody here I do I do I have one of my guys announcements wow this and it's a big one wow hold on let me get the uh, let me let's get it uh. so you guys know lower the cage you guys know how I feel about AEW, right? Um, for ever since its inception, it was—it's you know, it, it, nothing on that show is hitting its mark for me. Um, I have to say, though, however, been watching it a lot since quarantine, and I have to announce that one of my guys is the entire AEW show. Wow. AEW is one of my guys. Whoa, now. this is big. Wow. You've made AEW, the company, one of your guys. Wow. That's right. I never thought I'd see the day. Wow. Well, let's let this go for a little longer because this is a major event. Wow. Well, I mean, basically, Newman, what you're saying is that, uh. Right. Right? You know. Look, when I said that AEW was corny and it was lame, yeah. you know, I, I it was because of my perspective, right? My, my my narrow perspective. I talked to my friends, I talked to people I respect, and they told me, you know, look at it this way, right? And so you're having a I real Randy changed, Orton moment here. I had yeah, a Randy Orton say. moment. Yeah, yeah. So I am, yeah. AEW, one of my guys. Well, welcome aboard. AEW has been one of my guys for a long time. And let me tell you something I said on the Patreon episode last week. Let me tell you, I got a couple wrestlers I'm, I'm going to move into my one of my guys on deck circle. Okay. Right. And let me tell you about one guy who's on my one of my watch list. And it's fucking crazy. It's not listed on here. And I said it basically on the Patreon last week. But I got to say, fucking John Moxley. <laughs> this is the biggest 
switch in history. But I, I cannot it comes when it comes down to respect, you can't really pull a move to earn my respect more than what this guy did. Yeah. Um I was always like, he's crazy. My problem is that in WWE, he was like crazy. And it was like, oh, he's just nuts. And he's like making jokes and it didn't work. But then what he did was actually fucking crazy, which is that he turned down millions of dollars and left WWE before AEW even was a thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a show yet, so we didn't know if it was going to be good. We were all kind of speculating it might be bad. The press conferences were underwhelming leading up to it, right? And uh, he they, he came came into AEW and fucking delivered. Was did that hardcore match with Kenny where you're like, oh wow, he really is doing that thing, you know? He really remember I was like, oh, he's licking barbed wire. He's not gonna really do that. And he did this stuff. Uh, he came into went to job Oxy, wrestled in Japan, put on sick matches in Japan. He improved yep. on everything. His promos are way better. He said Vince is creative for me was shit, and then proved that that was the problem. Right. I mean. When I see him now, I'm I'm like, oh, it's Mox. Like, <laughs> fucking all. You know what? I can't believe it. You know? This is a uh, big revelation for both of you guys. Yeah. Tonight. Earth shattering. I love yeah. to see change. I love a full transformation. Well, he's not one of my guys yet. He's, he's not on one the of my guys list, yet. Though, so I don't know that's... if we'll get there, but I moved him from. I, 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 well, I'll say this simply like, I'm a fan, and I, I think he's the guy. He deserves to be at the top of AEW. You know? What are some things that you want to see from him that would like move him to the the inner circle of of your one of your guys's? Yeah, well, yeah, I, um, I uh, I think he needs he needs well this run. I want to see this run, as I would say. Right. Like, let's say where this run goes, and I would love to see. When we get these crowds back, like, dude, I'm lo- I love his new music. It's like, and he comes from the crowd, and it's like, cool. I'm like, and I don't even like when the shield comes from the crowd, but like when he does it, I'm like, oh yeah. And, and uh, uh, I think he needs. He's had the matches already. I think. I think he's had mm-hmm. the matches already. He hasn't had the the moment, like the moment, and I, and I think it's that moment will be more. Um, It'll be something along the lines of Becky getting punched in the face, you know? But he's, right. he's set up to have it, like, on this run, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's, like, how this title run goes is, is, is how it's going to be. But, sure. yeah, like, um, I'm digging it. I'm digging everything he's up to. I think he's being extremely himself. He's, the authenticity is great. And what he did, the transformation he did, it's undeniable. It's like hats off, man. Like you talk some shit, you put a lot in the line. I hope to – I admire what he did. I hope to have the balls to stand up for what I believe in like he did. You know, Very inspiring, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, but other less important guys that I'm adding to my list. These are one of my guys' watch lists. Okay, uh, Dexter Loomis. He's <laughs> I got to say – it's very preliminary. It's very preliminary. But his whole, like, I appear gimmick, it's like he's kind of like, I don't, I don't, want to, I don't know what his exact gimmick is, but it feels like uh, 
like uh, a little bit of like the pedophile. <laughs> it's a little bit of like, not, not like when. You, Wait a minute! You said the pedophile as though there was a capital T. No, 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 no. Who's the pedophile? I, I knew when I said this is not what it was, but it kind of reminds me of like. Here's let me explain. When like you, I, I remember being in elementary school and they would get over the announce and be like, "There's a man exposing himself to kids, so like don't walk, walk with a buddy." Like you don't remember any of that? No. We had a flasher in my <laughs> what? Hometown. Oh, you never had a flasher? Oh, yo, Long no. Island's so flasher. fucked up, bro. You got a Long Island's so fucked up. They got everything there. <laughs> they got but no, but I don't ways. understand why it's <laughs> it's such a problem that. The schools just had to make a blanket announcement. Like, look, this guy's out there. They didn't hide Don't from walk it at all. Along. They're like, there's somebody exposing himself. And I remember as a kid, like, it was like, there's a van. And, like, walk. And, you know, my mom would, you know, people, they would tell the parents. And it would be like, all right, everybody, pick up your kids at the, yeah, there would be, like, a report of, like, a, a, like a pedo. Wow. And, like, my point is, it's not that he is a pedophile. He looks like the guy I would imagine that was doing this. Opens you know what I'm the saying? trench coat and <laughs> yeah. Chester the molester. Yeah. 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 And he's fucking creepy. And then you yeah. see him juxtaposed with like Velveteen Dream, who's like elusive and it's a different kind of like thing. And you're like, oh, there's also room for just like the psycho who like pops up and yeah. uh, is any, and he's jacked up. So look, I'm just watching him. I'm watching him. There's a lot. He's not even near being one of my guys, but I'm watching. Right. Other guy is Damien Priest. Let me tell you about this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the Archer of Yesteryear thing, and I actually <laughs> think they're... I, uh, I hate that he's an it's Archer. Really... See, <laughs> whatever he is. I, I don't archer know what... of Yesteryear. Yeah, whatever they call him, the Archer. The of Archer of Antiquity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Archer thing is so dumb. He's not. doesn't look like an Archer, but Damien Priest is like, a fucking dude with a cool car and sunglasses yeah. who's from New York and he's legit from, like, New York. Yeah. That fucking works. And by the way, Shebs is right. He should be called Punishment Martinez still. It's the that, best name. It's that such name a good rocks. name. That yeah. name rocks. Punish, instead of being like, I don't know, he shoots a fake bow and arrow. What is he, a LARPer? This is like one of yeah. the coolest <laughs> fucking guys I've ever seen. He's Legolas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... But then this new thing of him rolling up, the guy looks like a million bucks. I mean, he's fucking yeah. cool as shit looking. He's pro they're they're cutting they're making his promos like short, whatever. They're a little cringy now. He did something that was a little like, hey babe, like he was like trying to hit on like whoever, not Dasha, who the there's like a new who's the blonde woman? There's a new lady Sarah? in NXT. The blonde Sarah, she woman? took over for um for uh, Kathy Kelly, that woman, mm. you know, Maybe Sarah. Sarah's like the woman. She. It's not Sarah though. I know. I think I know who Sarah. There's like Sarah, yeah. not Schneider, but I think she. Uh, I don't know. Sarah, Sarah. Whatever. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, they do matter. Everybody matters, but whatever. But I'm saying, like, look, uh, Damian Priest. I think they're taking steps towards making him fucking cool. His match with Finn was dope, and also he really is. Shed's pointing this out. He's the only guy putting guys up for like razor's edges and stuff. Like he's he's doing moves that other guys are not doing, like big, tall guys, Scott Hall era moves. Yeah. And he came out with the outsider print at one of those takeovers, so you know those are part of his influences. So I'm interested in him. He also had the did he have a bat? What was his? He had oh he had a Billy Club right mm -hmm. for a little bit, uh, like a police baton. I was like, if he's like street brutality, 
but like flashy car. I very. I, I think there's a lot there if you can pull it off on the mic. Now yeah. I don't like what they're doing, which is they're like he lost to Finn, and they're like what a loss. They're like that was one of the best losses we've ever seen. You know, they keep, <laughs> <laughs> do you notice that they keep being like yeah. that was such a good loss? They're trying to get his loss over. You know. <laughs> oh man. Um, any wrestlers you guys want to add to, uh, Eric, any wrestler you've been thinking about anything? No, no, no I haven't no been one. thinking about anything. Um, I will recommend though. John Moxley was on a shot of Brandy this week with, uh, Brandy Rhodes on the AEW YouTube channel. Right. And I kind of just discovered that show and I watched a bunch of episodes and his was enjoyable. It's a cooking right. show and they get wasted. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. I watched that. Darby Allen, Priscilla Kelly, and um, Orange Cassidy. I watched all in a row. It's a really fun, fun time. Yeah. I Um, bet John Moxley loves to get fucking drunk. Okay, he does. His, like, they kind of tie the show into, like, whatever cocktail they're making. So his was Jack Daniels, and he, like, Jack Daniels is his shit. Like, he loves it. So they made, like, a Jack Daniels mac and cheese, and he... Like, they poured Jack and Cokes was their cocktail and they filled his glass. She poured it really tall and he added yeah. a splash of Coke. And the thing is, yeah. yeah, at the end of the show, you have to chug whatever is left in your cocktail. <laughs> and he chugs like this, like, you know, plastic cup full of Jack Daniels. And Brandy said in the AEW Heels uh, event thing that I went to, the online yeah. thing, that. I think, or she said online maybe that they got so drunk she was on the floor at one point, <laughs> crawling. Yeah, AW seems like a, AW just seems like a cool fucking. They have like a real early era like UCB vibe going on there, mm-hmm. where like the mm-hmm. shit feels like they're just doing it, and everybody's yeah. like, everybody knows their, their their part. They're all it's it's just it's like it's just a good time. Um, by the way, talking about Moxley. How I started realizing how much of a fan of Moxley I was is that I started trying to find a piece of merch. I talked about this on the Patreon. Oh, going to ask about merch. The merch that I'm looking for is when he won the title at, was it, Double uh, uh, Evolution, maybe he won the title, mm-hmm. I believe? And in Sears Tower, I think that's where they had it, or Sears, Sears Center, he they sold a shirt that said it was the title and it spray-painted Mox. Right, they sell this shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees, so I'm thinking about picking that up, maybe with a long sleeve print, because uh, I don't have any long sleeve T-shirt. Well, let shirts. me give you a little heads up: the long sleeve shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees are Crunch Tech. Crunch Tech, wow. Yeah, I've got but that. Might be okay because I I would only rock it like if I don't want a full hoodie, you know. Yeah. Right. Might, it's more like indoor use, but okay. But that's good to know. You crunch mm-hmm. tech even at PWT. Uh, for a long sleever, but I think that I want the one they sold one right when he won that on the back said like I was there in the building, and I uh, and uh, I can't find it anywhere. So if anyone has it, I'm saying I'll buy one for if anyone has a large in that I'll buy it for fifty bucks or we can negotiate. Uh, but I I would like to have that shirt because I think it's cool because I'm a you know obviously you guys know I'm a mark for title with spray paint on it <laughs> design i always love it right. um and it's uh near and dear to my heart so i thought it was cool that he did that plus i like the mox uh vertical i think it looks cool all right cool anyway um 
one more topic, and then we'll move on over on to the uh, uh, Patreon. But, oh, Aaron, you know what? I'm going to end it on this for you. Yeah. Okay. Did you see Orange Cassidy's Superman punch on, oh, yeah, I did on AEW to end I the show? Mm -hmm. That's a fucking Superman punch. I loved it. I was like, oh, that's a really great version of the Superman punch that you don't. Like really see. fast. Yeah, really fast. It I was like him. one of my guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how did you, I know he's one of your guys? That's why I said yeah. it. But how did you feel about Orange Cassidy's? Uh, now he's gonna go for he's gonna wrestle uh, Jericho at Fighter Fest. This seems to be Orange Cassidy moving into a non goof role. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he it doesn't have to be a goof. Like he's a great wrestler, and I was excited to hear that his match with Jericho was booked for Fighter Fest because it's like, you know, he was just a goof. We saw him um, in, like, September at PWG, like, just chilling, and now he's getting this huge opportunity. So I think it's fantastic. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's dope. All right, we're going to move on over to the Patreon. So you go to patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. We're going to keep talking about AEW and NXT. A couple preview of the stuff we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about... Uh, why I think AEW wrestling outside is cool. Uh, we're going to talk about Abaddon. Get Newman's thoughts on on Abaddon. Uh, we're going to talk about Cody's open challenge matches. We're going to talk about Jimmy Havoc bringing a pair of flyers to the ring, which I have something to say about that. Talk about what you guys are thinking about Britt Baker. Um, and over on NXT, I want to talk about uh, 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 this un undisputed vignette era vignette and what you think about what they're doing with Finn. So a lot of stuff we're going to cover on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Donate, you know, five bucks a month and you get access to so much bonus material. So uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we should be back recording live in person soon. I'm working on setting that up so we won't have uh, Zoom calls. But remember, you can watch our Zoom calls on YouTube. Um, just Google comedians of wrestling YouTube or Dan Black's YouTube. I think they're uh, interconnected. And uh, yeah, Pod's back on Thursdays, and check out Dan Black Attack Podcast if you can, and Cal Movie Club. Check out Inside Out with tons of content for you guys. Watch that movie. Triple H loves yes. making pickles. He loves pickles. And next week, you guys, watch Escape Plan 2, Hades, now available mm. on Amazon Prime, starring Sly Stallone and Dave Batista. All right. Okay, everybody. Everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. All good for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Wednesday. When I go to work. <laughs> this has been a UCB comedy production. Check out our shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.